Welcome to the free sermon podcast of the Potter's House Church in Virginia Beach, affiliated with Christian Fellowship Ministries. Our vision is winning souls, making disciples, and planting churches. It's Tuesday, where you're going to hear a powerful testimony of God's grace revealed in human lives. Each Tuesday, you'll hear Pastor Adam interviewing pastors from around the world to share the mighty miracles that God has done in their lives to give you hope for yours. We share the stories of the men behind the messages you hear every other day on this podcast. Keep in mind that the free version only includes a portion of the whole testimony interview. To listen to the full version, use the links in the show notes to subscribe via Apple Podcasts or Supercast.tech. Every dollar goes to supporting world evangelism. Enjoy today's Testimony Tuesday. All right, we want to welcome you to this Testimony Tuesday once again to all of you amazing podcast listeners, to all of our free subscribers. We're glad that you're here. To all of our premium subscribers, we're even more glad that you are here. Uh, You may not have noticed, but last week was the first time that we actually recorded a video version of Testimony Tuesday. If you didn't catch it, you can go to your premium subscriber page on supercast.tech to see the video version. Uh, And that's just one more awesome benefit for becoming a premium subscriber. Uh, Make sure that if you want to support world evangelism and want to hear an awesome sermon and or testimony every day of the week, uh, that you go sign up today. And we are very blessed to welcome in our our very first premium subscriber, the pioneer (laughs) of pioneers. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Before we even had our stuff together. Rome Kovos was there with his hand in the air saying, how can I be a part of this? Welcome, Pastor Rome Kovos. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Dragoon. It's a privilege. Like I said, it's, I'm a fan. I love listening <laughs> to sermons. I love listening to podcasts. So this is a privilege. <laughs> yes, well, sir. We appreciate you putting your faith and trust in us before we, uh, before we knew what we were doing with this whole thing. So yeah, you... Yeah. Uh, you, uh, you, uh, blaze the trail. Yeah. I'm a blaster, man. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm, a, I'm an OG. I'm OG. OG to, to your, uh, to your podcast. And stuff. Yeah. So. The, the, the podcast formerly known as something like that. For sure. That's but, right. That's um, right. yeah, we are, uh, um, just so, so excited that, uh, God is doing a good work in your life and in your ministry in your church there, seeing good reports. Very excited. For people who don't know you, why don't you give a quick introduction of uh, who you are and where you're serving? Amen. Yeah, my name is Roman Kobos. For those that don't know me, uh, I'm 36 years old. I got saved uh, here in the Hampton Roads. My mother church is uh, the Newport News Potter's House. Pastor Larry Mitchell is my pastor. Love him to death. Uh, I walked in those doors. uh, 2009, my wife and I, uh, young man in the army and uh you know uh didn't didn't really know what to expect at all and uh from that god just changed my life you know uh i just never looked back uh when i got saved in 2000 and i believe it was i really made up my mind around 2010 uh, but we'll get to that but nevertheless uh, just been serving jesus here in the hampton roads uh and uh, now we have the privilege to pastor. We're pioneering a church in Hampton, Virginia, right up the street from uh, Newport News. 
and God is blowing our minds. Um, you know, we've seen revival in Newport News, no doubt, but now that we're in Hampton, uh, pioneering, I'm, I've, I'm getting a even more, uh, I guess, a stronger revelation that God will build his church. He literally will build his church. And so uh, we're seeing that. And it's just exciting. Uh, being saved is a wild roller coaster ride, man. Isn't it? That but, is amazing. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, I, I appreciate you uh, coming on to, to do this. And just for the sake of our listeners, to let them know that um, we're recording this on the Monday night before the Tuesday morning that this is going to be released. And so mm-hmm. I appreciate you, Pastor Rome, being flexible enough to be our last minute guest. Normally, we try to record these at least a few days ahead of time, but. Uh, here we are. Yeah. So, so awesome. So thank you. That's like the story of my life. I'm like pretty on the spot, man. <laughs> I got, my wife will tell you that, man. We make up stuff on the fly a lot. So, hey. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I tend to be finishing my third point in the prayer meeting before the service. <laughs> so praise God. I know hey, what man. that feels like. <laughs> there so, you go. Um, well, Praise God. I, I, I know that uh, last year at about this time, we we did a podcast on our former podcast, The Blast, um, just uh, on your background. But um, and I know we'll probably visit some familiar territory that we talked about last year, if anybody heard that. But uh, I think we've got a, a few more listeners at this point than we did uh, back then. Yeah. And so I, I'd love to hear about your background and your family life. And what was it like growing up? Where did you grow up and, and what was it like? Yeah, amen. Um, so for me, uh, I come from, uh, I was raised by my mom, single parent home. My dad and my mom did marry. And uh, at that time in my life, my brother and I, my mom was in the army. We were military brats pretty much. Uh, she met my dad in California. My brother and I both were born in the Bay Area, California. And so, um, you know, uh, the marriage didn't last uh, my my dad, uh, he just, you know, at that time in his life, he, he had some commitment issues and uh, it just didn't work out. So my parents divorced uh, when I was five. I believe my brother was two. And my mom wanted to finish out her career where we were raised uh, in her hometown, which is Augusta, Georgia. And so uh, at first we traveled because, like I said, she had she was in an army. But by the time, I guess, whatever age you are around the third grade I guess I'd be like seven or eight Uh, I spent my entire life there in Augusta and my mom she finished her army career there and uh you know me my mom and my brother John man we were like the three musketeers man really tight Mm -hmm. uh we did everything together we go to the store together I mean we just did everything together man and uh you know um my dad still was in my life you know um it didn't work out between my parents, but he would send for me and my brother every summer. And so we'd go and spend the summer in California with him. And, um, you know, he ended up marrying my stepmother, who's now deceased. Um, she went into eternity last year. Uh, no, actually 2019, I believe. But anyways, excuse me. So, uh, my dad was in my life, but nevertheless, I was raised by my mom and, uh, you know, just being a young man, man, like, most boys, uh, you know, uh, I love sports. I grew up basketball and football and, uh, my brother and I, we played a lot of sports, went outside. We were outside kids. We was always outside. Um, 
I think you, you, you and me, our generation is like the tail end of the outside generation. Uh, yeah. un- unless you grow up in the country, like rural settings. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, like the tail end of the Gen Xers and the maybe the first few years of the millennials. That uh, everybody stays in their home these days, right? Yeah, you know we, you know, our days. You get on the bike in the morning in yeah. the summertime, and you're gone all day till the streetlights come on. Till the streetlights come on, and riding around from neighborhood to neighborhood, playing basketball, just being a kid, man. And so that's how I grew up, and. um you know, my mom was a very hard worker. And so she taught me and my brother good work ethic. And uh, at a young age, I, I, I took that on. I, you know, start cutting grass, and doing things and just I always believed in hard work, you know. Uh, but uh, like most kids, uh, especially not uh, not having a dad in the home, uh, you do look to uh, some type of a male figure to follow. And so, uh, though, you know, I always try to help my mom out as much as I could. The male figures that uh, kind of like uh, I gravitated to was more of the thuggish, the hardcore uh, style. And, uh, you know, grew up watching those old gangster movies, you know, Menace to Society, Boys in the Hood, um, Juice and all these things. And Tupac was my, you know, that was when Tupac was around and Biggie Smalls. And so, you know, that kind of a man is what I kind of wanted to be like. And uh, I got into music very early. Uh, I fell in love with rap music, the the hip hop culture very, very early. Um, And so that was a big part of my life as well. And uh, I remember my mom would buy me tapes and I'd take the tapes home and I'd play them things so many times that I'd go and rap them to my friends. And they thought it was so cool. I'm rapping, you know, these songs. And that was like my first experience with like rapping in front of people. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I did that until I got old enough. I started writing my own songs, like fifth grade or whatever. Uh, but, um, you know, it was fun, man. I was a kid for sure. I mean, uh, I, I, uh, I had a lot of fun as a kid. I was very active. Uh, like my my three boys are, they are very active. And so I see that part of me in them. Uh, but, uh, you know, just growing up around my mom, it, it made me appreciate her so much and single mothers. Mm-hmm. It really does. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's definitely a, a spot in my heart for single mothers, just seeing how hard my mom worked, you know. Unsung heroes of society. Uh, I think when yeah. we when we read in the Bible about the the widows and the orphans, I think that the, you know, the modern translation of that is single moms who have to struggle every single day. And yeah, I I grew up in a similar situation myself. So I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. So you were, were you the older or the younger brother? Um, of my mom and dad's I'm the older is two. my, my dad had other kids. I have other brothers. I have another brother, an older brother and two older sisters, but basically the older brother um, okay my parents married and it was me and my brother and yeah and, and how many years separated you from your brother uh four okay okay yeah, uh, that's a little years. bit that's a little bit of a distance yeah so yeah. uh there, there's some dynamics there I'm, I'm always curious about uh you know the the position of where you grow up it does have such a profound effect on your personality 
so as a firstborn, you're you're paving the way. Parents get to make all their mistakes on you and uh, yeah. uh, experimentation. <laughs> you're usually more strict on you than anybody else. And uh, so that has yeah. has certain things that play out in, in your personality. I know this because that's what I am too, firstborn. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, sure. um, so you're, you're, uh, you're in the music and the hip hop, uh, uh, culture and, uh, that, that brings a lot of excitement into your life. So what, what going into your teenage years, how does that play out? Yeah. Um, I, I, I used to, man, I used to by my teenage years, by the time I'm like 13, um, I was really at that time. Now this is, you know, before you had music where you could download it on a computer. There's different, you know, pro tools and all that garage band and all. It was the karaoke machine. And so, yeah. uh, What I would do is take two tapes. One tape would be the instrumental and the tape deck. Number two would be a blank. And I, and I hit play on the instrumental and I hit record on tape deck. Number two. And I'd make, I'd make songs, man. And, uh, oh, you talk about fancy. You take the one that you record, put that in number one. <laughs> you put a blank one in number two, and now you can do voiceover. Now you're layering. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so uh, that was a big part of my teenage years. Uh, I, I, I just really got into writing music. Uh, ciphers at school. People would just crowd around and rap. And... Um, you know, not not trying to brag or anything, but I, w- I was I was getting really good. And so, you know, I kind of started to make my name in middle school and in high school. And so uh, but rap music, like anybody knows, uh, you know, it's a, a the hip hop is a culture. And so the stuff that I was rapping about was, uh, you know, girls and money that I didn't have, cars I didn't have and all this. But uh, that really influenced me and it influenced uh, how I live. And so at a very young age, um, you know, because I was so into that hip hop culture and wanting to be like those guys, I got, I, I was very uh, sexually immoral at a very young age, uh, unfortunately, but uh, I did, man, um, you know, probably in my very early middle school days. And so uh, that, that shaped my mind in a very negative way uh feel, yeah. feel free to not answer this if you want to move on to other things but um i'm curious about what was the what was the entrance into the sexual immorality um uh, just honestly man straight up pornography when mm-hmm. i was a kid um this is before uh i crossed that line but uh the seed was planted and this is why you got to pray for your kids man yep, um, yep. even if they're growing up in a christian home because if you if you do let your kids go outside, especially now, kids got phones. Oh, yeah. Yep. And so you, you know, but um, I was maybe fourth grade, and we're all playing ball like how kids do in yeah. front of one of the just neighbor kids, and uh, a kid. He's, uh, hey, let me show you what I found. And now this is like, I mean, it's like twelve boys. Yeah. I mean, we're out there playing. We all go in the house, and he's playing a porno. He found mm. his dad's pornography. Yep. And that, uh, now I know it did it to those kids as well, but that yep. planted the seed, man. And uh, it messed me up. And so uh, it was years later um, that I finally crossed that line. 
Um, but that definitely uh, planted a very bad seed yep. in my life. And so, so it's like uh, a forest fire in the mind of a teenage boy. Oh, for sure. Yep. Yeah, man, that messed me up. And so, uh, but you know, here I am uh, now I'm in my young teenage years, 13, 14. Uh, my grandma used to call it smelling yourself. And so, <laughs> you know, if you get a girlfriend, you think you're all that. <laughs> and so my teenage years was a lot of that, man. Just uh, rap music, wanting to be like the rappers, um, hanging out with my friends, uh, messing around with girls and moral. Um, and then probably my, my summer of the eighth grade going into the ninth grade, started smoking weed. Um, mm. And, you know, again, being around friends, you know, the wrong friends. And we're all hanging out another summer day. And uh, one of my friends has a bag of weed. I get high for the first time. And, um, you know, and so that just kept going. It's, it, it, you said that you spent summers in California with dad. Is that where yeah. this was happening? No, um, we've spent we've spent about maybe about a month with my dad like four weeks yeah and then we'd finish out at home okay you know and and just kind of you know so we'd go me and my brother would stay with him and then we'd come back home and just kind of finish out and then go to school so uh so it sounds like that, the bad that, crowd was all in uh at home in augusta for sure yeah because you know around my dad and i'll get to that later in my testimony because i end up going to live with my dad but um yeah, the friends was at the bad friends was at home. But see, because that time was so short lived, my dad would just just really embrace it. So we'd be with my dad just going to do cool stuff. My brother, my dad, myself and my older brother. And so he's taking us around having fun I'm yeah. with my cousins and some of my other friends playing basketball. But then I go home and, you know, the cycle continue, you know. Right. So. Right. Uh, that was pretty much my, my, my early, very early teenage days. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so a question that I like to ask is what, when you look back now, do you remember any like spiritual influences in your life? Was there people that took you to church or were praying for you? What, what do you remember about spiritual influences? Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, so anybody that grows up in the South, man, you believe in God, <laughs> uh, hands down, man, you believe in God. Um, and so uh, growing up, you know, we we would go to church on Sunday morning. Uh, my grandma, she's always been a Holy Ghost filled Christian. Mm. And so my grandma uh, was the one, though, uh, you know, I, I seen her speaking in tongues all the time. Wow. Uh, my grandma speaking tongues, praying for the food. Praise God. <laughs> me and my bro my brother, me and my brother, we holding our hands. We and uh we're holding hands around the table. She bust out speaking in tongues. We open up one eye, like, oh yeah, she's at it again. <laughs> <laughs> but uh so um Christianity in itself was was around me and I wasn't unfamiliar with it at all. Um one thing that my mom did put in me, my brother and her was we always prayed together in her room before we went to bed. Wow. Um, and so if you'd like to hear the rest of this sermon, subscribe today. It's only $3 a month when you subscribe at supercast.tech or $4.99 per month 
when subscribing in Apple Podcasts. Links are in the show notes. We thank you for joining us on this special preview of the VBPH Sermon Podcast. Thanks again for listening to the free version of the VBPH Sermon Podcast, where we post sermons on Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Sundays. We also have a premium version of this podcast, which posts sermons and interviews every single day of the week. So why would you want to subscribe? I'm glad you asked. I have five reasons for you. Number one, on the premium version, we post full versions of Testimony Tuesday, Pastor Campbell Thursday, and Study Day Saturday. If you'd like to hear those episodes, then subscribe now. Reason number two, uninterrupted listening. We remove all ads and all extraneous content from our premium feed. Reason number three, premium episodes always release six hours earlier than the free version. If you're an early bird, it's a great reason to subscribe. Number four, our subscribers will gain access to our sermon chat group on WhatsApp, where we interact directly with listeners around the globe. If you'd like to chat with other premium subscribers, subscribe today. And finally, every dollar we raise goes to world evangelism. This is the best reason to subscribe because you are helping us launch churches all around the world. We don't put one dime in our pockets. Everything that we raise from this podcast will go directly to Thursday night of Chandler Conference. So please subscribe today by using the links in the show notes below. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening to the sermon podcast of the Virginia Beach Potter's House Church. Were you blessed by today's message? Let us know. Please leave us a rating on Apple Podcast or on Podchaser. We'll be back next time with another life-changing word from heaven. God bless.